Well, today we are teaching on the appointment. The appointment. Turn in your Bibles, cell phone, to Hebrews 9, verse 27. The appointment. The appointment. The appointment. Let's read. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Please believe me. Every person on earth have two appointments that can be broken or changed. Every person that I'm looking at here today and you that watch it today have two appointments that cannot be broken or changed. The first appointment is with death. We all have an appointment with death to die. It's the only way you're going to leave this world, you have to die in order to leave this world. That is the first appointment. We all will die one day. We cannot escape death. It's appointed unto you to die, and you will die. And But your second appointment that you have is to stand before the judgment seat of God the second and the moment that you die, you step into your second appointment. Your second appointment is to stand before the judgment seat of God to be judged. These appointments will never be late. You will be on time. <laughs> and there's no change in your mind. It says, it is appointed unto man once to die. You will die. But after this, your second appointment takes place. After this, come the judgment. After this, the appointment for you to be judged. We all have appointment with God to be judged. You will not miss your appointment. You know how you miss a lot of your appointment on earth? But the appointment in heaven, the appointment that God has set up, you will, it's impossible for you to miss it because God made the appointment. Before the foundation of the world, before you was conceived in your mother's womb, God appointed you to die. And after that will come the judgment. That's why I'm teaching and teaching and we all are teaching and crying out for you to change the way you live. You will be judged the moment you close your eyes to this world. Just, you open your eyes and guess who you will see? God. Seated on the seat of judgment, waiting to judge you for how you live your life on earth. The moment and the second that you close your eyes to this world, you open your eyes to another world, you open your eyes to the spirit world because you will then be a spirit. We put that body that house the spirit of God around in the ground to go back, turn back to dust. But your spirit, your spirit will live forever in heaven or hell. Your spirit cannot die. 
it will always live. You make the choice according to how you live. When you want to spend eternity in heaven or hell, the choice is yours. Can no one make that choice but you? You. You send your own self to heaven. You send your own self to hell. It's not your brother, not your sister, not the pastor. Uh, it's not your husband, not your wife. You, you, you yourself send yourself to heaven or hell. You will be judged. And to give an account <laughs> for the deeds that were done in your body. Again, you will keep this appointment with God. God says, a lot of appointment on earth with man. You make excuses on earth with man why you couldn't show up. But after death, this spiritual appointment, you will show up. You will not be in the ground sleeping. No. While they yet burying you, you'll be standing before the judgment seat of God. While they yet crying over you, you will be standing before the judgment seat of God to be judged. You will be judged for how you live on earth. You know how you do your own thing, you do what you want to? You're going on my obviously. The Holy Spirit keep warning you, keep putting a check on you because the Holy Spirit was sent. And what the Holy Spirit's job is, is decide what test that you need depending on what's going on in your life. And he created that test for you. But you keep failing all your tests over and over and over and over. But when you stand before God, the Bible says your sin will testify against you. Then the Bible said, be sure your sins will find you out. Now, when will they find you out? When you stand before God, your sin will testify against you. You live just like you want to live now. You do just what you want to do now. But there coming a day when you close your eyes to that first appointment and you step into that second appointment, it's no more you. You have no more control. It's no more begging, it's no more pleading, no more lying to God, saying, I will do holy. Give me another chance. God said, I had so many. Just like he told the rich man, he said, God, uh, if you can't send me back, send somebody back to warn my brothers. I'm in hell and I'm tormented. God said, on earth, nobody could tell you absolutely nothing. You had too much money. Everything was going well with you. And you just, you know, you lived a loose life. You live so close to hell. Time for living. So when you die, that's how you're going to be judged. You love the world, so you're going to be judged according to how you love the world. The Bible said, he that loved the world of God, the love of the Father is not in him. God should cry loud and spare not. Your blood will not be on my hand that I didn't tell you because I'm afraid of how you will respond, how you act. No. Again, I'm working for God. Jesus Christ is my boss. The Holy Spirit is my teacher. He is my supervisor. They tell me what to say to you because they know what you need, Amen. not what you want. See, God knows what taking each one of us to hell if we do not change. And the Holy Spirit know 
like what take it each one of us to hell if we keep failing the test. He give us a test. The test just don't come by accident. It was planned and given by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit said, this is what you need to get hell out of you. You need a hard trial and tribulation. It's for your good. Don't you believe that all things work together for good for them who love the Lord, to them who call according to his purpose? But we only think good thing, money, that's all work together for good. But everything that comes to your life is a divine appointment by the Holy Ghost to straighten us out so you can examine yourself. The Holy Spirit was sent to prepare you to stand before the judgment seat of God because you have an appointment. You will not be late. You will be on time. This is one appointment. You will not be five minutes late. Because the appointment was not made by you. The God that created you made the appointment. And he sent the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit in us. It knows you. It knows your weakness. He knows your hidden agenda. He knows your secret sin. You might can hide it from us. You might get because I'm not your God. The Bible says, fear not man, but fear God who can damn your soul and cast it into hell. That's who you should be fearing him. We hide from people and do our sin. But you don't need to hide from people and do it openly because they have no power to damn your soul and cast you into hell. Only God has that power. Your life are naked, it's in your body, and open before God. He sees everything that's in your life that's not pleasing to him. And the Holy Spirit will tell you. But it's up to you to yield to the instruction of the Holy Spirit to get junk out of your life. Because Holy Spirit knows you go before God with all that stuff, you're going straight to hell. You might drive and lie to the world, but there's no lie you can tell to God that he will believe that you will live your holy on earth. It's in your Bible. Then it said, many in that day will say, Lord, 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 have I lived holy? Lord, have I done great? Wonderful thing in your name. And God said, I will look at you and I will say to you, I never knew you. He said, depart from me. Oh, I get out of my face. Lying. You lying on earth, you got away. But you cannot lie to God and get away because He knows you. You know how we like to say that son, He knows my name. You know, more than your name, He knows your downstairs. He knows your upright. He knows what kind of loose lifestyle that you live. He knows how committed you are to God. He knows all the excuses that you make why you have to do this and do that. He knows you. We say the song, looking at it another way. He know my name. Yes. God says, let me turn around. I know you. I know your heart. See, God know your heart. He know your heart is desperately what? He know what's in your heart. God doesn't judge you by your action and your performance and how good you well you perform and all your work and everything. God said, you know how we sing that song? I'm turning, I'm getting Going back to the heart of worship, it's all about you. I'll bring you more than a song. I'll bring you more than music. I'll bring you something that you want to see. My heart, I'll bring you a holy life. Because he know your heart. 
That's what I was teaching her, and God said to me that. There's a difference between lip salvation and heart salvation. He said, if I can't believe in your what? He said, and then you confess. But I believe a lot of people have confessed what the pastor told them to say and never said it from their heart. Because if you confess salvation from your heart, that's some change got to take place in your life. You can't keep doing the same thing year after year, over and over and over. You're doing the same thing. Are you really saved? Uh -huh. So we need to examine ourselves sometimes. You've been saved 20 years and you're still doing the same thing? Something wrong. Then the Bible said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, I think he said, if any man, any boy, any girl, be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. He is new. He has changed. And he said, all things are of God. Be in Christ Jesus, all things still of you. Still about you. But we want to go to heaven. But the Bible says, if you want to go to heaven, you purify yourself and act like and live like you want to go to heaven. You ask people in this church, are, are you planning on going to heaven? Yes. But give me some evidence that would justify you to. I don't want it. I'm just saying, get, give me some evidence that justifies you that you are going to heaven. Later on, I'm going to be teaching on so you will know exactly where you are going. What the Bible said, who would go to heaven, who would go to hell, is that in your Bible, a whole list of things that he named that would take you to hell, and a whole list of things that he named would take you to heaven. I'm going to be teaching that so you'll know when you get to your second appointment exactly where you're going. You will not leave this, this earth in this church not knowing where you're going when you die. You'll know where you're going to heaven or hell, because I will teach it to you. And you make that choice. See, hell is a place that people live like hell to get there. Heaven is a place that you live like God to go to heaven. No in between. God said it's two. You're going to serve one God or hate the other. We try to serve both God. We want both worlds. You cannot have both worlds. You know why? If God gives you both worlds, you have to spend 10 years in hell and 10 years in heaven. Because you want both worlds. See, we think it's okay on earth. But God said, no, I call you out of darkness yes, Lord. Amen. to be something else. But when that judgment day comes, oh my God, it's going to be a sad day. When you close your eyes to this world, just close them. This world is over. Open them again. And who do you see? The God that we've been shouting about, singing about, he's sitting there. And the angel ushers you into the presence of God. And your, the book of your life is open. And God's going to question you for how you represent him on earth. Why? You can't say, God, I, I, I didn't. God said, I empower you with the greatest power on earth. Supernatural power. The same power that I raised up Jesus Christ from the dead. I've given you that power to enable you to the holy. All you had to do was make the choice. Which one is that? Lord, can I have another chance? 
He said, once to die, it's over. They said, the only chance you get to live holy is now. But after you die, you don't come back here to live holy. The rich man died. Gosh, you're not going back. You say he lifted up his eyes in hell, being tormented. He said, my God, when you send lands with that, I pick that every day, the difference finger in this war is to put on my tongue. God said, no, when you was on earth, you lived just like you wanted to. Nobody can tell you absolutely nothing about holiness. You had your own Bible, but when you get that, stand before God, your Bible is not going to help you. You know how we come, we so lukewarm, used to be on fire for God, but look at your life now, you just serve God any kind of way you want to. You just take whatever I did you and be glad about it. That's what your life said. No commitment. That's why. Why? Why are you saying this, Dr. Betty? Because God said, I wish that you be either hot or cold, meaning that we have lukewarm Christians. Oh, he loved you now, but then he's still going to be your judge, and he judged righteously. Mm -hmm. Oh, you will not be late. You will be on time. Your appointment was made by God before the foundation of the world. You will keep your appointment. You know, I said, well, I got to stop in traffic. Traffic would not be there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, to do this, uh-uh, no excuse you can give because the appointment is set. Your spirit will stand before God, not your flesh. Your spirit, command is a spirit. He possessed a soul and he lives in a body. That body will go back to the dust, but your spirit will step into the face of God to be judged. Romans 14 and 12. Praise the Lord. Let's read it. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Uh, of yourself. Yourself. He said every one of us should give an account of himself, yourself, to God. He said each of us will answer for himself to God for your action on earth. Each of us will answer for himself for not being what God created us to be. You. You will answer to God. See, mama and papa and your wife or whatever cannot answer for you. You will answer for yourself. God, that's going to be a sad day. When you know, when you stand before God that you live like that devil on earth. You know where you're going. You will know before you, before you leave, if you continue coming to OCC and listen to OCC. You will know exactly where you are going when you die if you do not change. I would be a good leader not to tell you the truth, what happened to your second appointment and where you are going. 
Can you pray your way out of hell? Out of heaven? Out of hell? No. You say, Lord, Lord, I did so much wonderful things. God said, I don't mean absolutely nothing. But you didn't live your life that would bring glory to me. You glorified yourself. It was all about you. It was not all about me. And even God give us a song that say, it's not about you, 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 but it's about Jesus, right? Singing a song don't make it happen in your life. You have to live it. That's what we need to get in our mind. That singing a song, playing the guitar, playing drums, pushing in the church, preaching up here does not live, does not give you a right to go to heaven. You have to live holy to go to heaven. Yeah, God anointed people to do a lot of things, but that don't mean that anointing is going to take you to heaven when you live like hell on earth. I can preach to this church, this corporate bliss and bust hell wide open. Because it's God, the Holy Ghost power that's moving that cause it to happen. It's not me doing it. I'm so great. No. I have to live what I teach. Live what I say. Live what I pray to go to heaven. He said, be ye holy for holiness without what? No man. No man shall see the Lord. It's so plain in your power. He said, be ye holy in all matters of conversation. Holiness without you shall not see God. And who you want to see is God. But if you want to see God, God say every man that have this hope that he will stand before God and see him as he is, God said you will purify yourself. You will change. You can't say about heaven. That's not going to send you to heaven. But you live like you want to go to hell. Face the word, Dr. Better be instant in season, out of season. Whether you like it, whether you don't like it. Don't worry about the faces. That, that changes. I know what the Holy Ghost is telling you to teach, but the Holy Ghost knows what we all need. Because He knows there's a second appointment for each and every one of you. Bible said redeeming the time. Ain't no time for no jiving around. He said redeeming the time. Time is winding down. It's time for you to change the way you live. Keep on justifying yourself. Keep on saying it's all right. But when you stand before a holy God, you're going to see how wrong you were. But the sad thing, it's going to be too late. Because you're not listening to the Bible said, in your Bible, in your Bible, it said, obey them who have what? Ruin over you when they watch for your soul. I, I'm not watching for your soul. The Holy Ghost watching through me for your soul. The Holy Ghost tell me what to teach this church because he know what we need. He said, obey them that have the ruler over you. Do we obey them like pastor said? I'm only pastor few in this church. Because the other do exactly what you want to do. But you have to give an account for God for disobeying the one that God placed and called and set aside to give you the information for you to not obey that. You think it's an easy job standing up here teaching? Going through all the changing, people lying on you and all that stuff. You think that's good and that sounds good? People acting up, you think that sounds good? I have to bad put up with that because God called me to. And I have to teach the truth. But you give an account for how much truth that you obey when you stand before God. 
Because, oh, no, uh-uh, I remember Pastor preached that to you. Oh, no, I remember Ella Brown preached that. Oh, I remember Ella Lawrence preached it. I remember when Minister Law preached that to you. But did you hear and change? No. I remember Dr. Batty preached that to you. You were sitting there and the Holy Spirit was walking up in the Bible saying that angel of God was walking up and down every church and looking at you and watching you and checking you out. You were surrounded by angels. That's in the book of Revelation. There were angels in every church. Well, I, I haven't seen it. You think you stayed put? <laughs> or what happened? You think you guys just stuck in that door trying to get out? And I'll be standing up here by myself? <laughs> See, angels know when to appear and show themselves. But they are here. We are surrounded by angels. Because Revelation, book of Revelation said he sent angels to every church. So there's an angel in here. And he knows exactly what you're doing, what you're thinking. Is that something? Not only that, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. You have the mind of Christ. They know everything all about you. Thing that people would never know that you say, I'll take it to my grave. No, you might take it to the grave, but the angel know what it is. And you would have to give an account to God if it's sinful. All the little hidden sin we've been doing in secret sin. Oh, ain't no such thing as a secret sin to God. Watching ungodly things on TV, like God is dwelling in you, His eyes is your eyes, and you can sit there and watch all kinds of junk on TV. Okay. Oh my, my time is almost up. And, uh, but no, this moment is up. But I will be teaching next Sunday. If you want, <laughs> Pastor, you can stand in the move. I don't know about you. I want someone to tell me about myself. I don't want to hear why I think I'm going to heaven and stand before God and He tell me to part from Him that He never knew me. I don't want to live 10 and 10 and 30 years thinking that I'm going to heaven the way that I live. And God said, I never knew you. Your work was sinful. Everything you've done was sinful. That's what the Bible said. So I, I want somebody to tell me the truth. And the Bible said the leaders that are afraid to tell you the truth will have to stand before God. And God's going to say, didn't I tell you to teach that congregation about sin? But you was afraid what they would do. And for that, their blood. Right. It's on your hands because you was afraid. Oh, maybe they don't pay their time. But well, I'm so God glad, Almighty, that I know that all our needs is met according to His riches and glory through Christ Jesus. So I can stand up boldly and proclaim and teach what God said for me to teach for His people. And He said, Doctor, better don't worry about the faces. Amen. I'm not here to make you happy. I'm here to teach you the truth. Yeah, our happy days are over. Amen. Time to live holy. You want to go to heaven, you know time. Not, they say time is winding up, time is up. All right. Can't stand what's war this. How long did you think we could stand living like prison? Messed up, every place we go. And most stuff is coming up on the earth. How much more can earth think God is going to take us out of here? Jesus. Better prepare yourself. Come on. 
Come on now, have mercy. Ready, get ready. That great and mighty day is coming. Amen. God said he would make a way of escape for his people. Yes. You don't have to keep living in all this torment and all this stuff. No. But if you're not ready, you're going to be left here. Jesus. You're just not going to slide into heaven any kind of way you live. You've got to be kidding me. You know it for yourself. Amen. But you love the praise of the world more than you love the pleasure what God has to offer you. The world seems to be more, more grateful and more excited than the, than the church. But there's going to come a day when you stand before God. Because when God takes us out of here, he's not going to take you to heaven. You've been sending you going where you're supposed to go. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You think he's going to take you out of here and with all that sin and take these holy people out of here that have been living a committed life to God that deny themselves, deny their flesh, this stuff, please, God. My shot. You know, Paul said this, and okay, Paul said in Galatians 2 20, he said, for Christ, I, for the life that I now live, I live in Christ Jesus who died and gave himself for me. For Christ I live, I'm not lying. For Christ I die. There's no other life to live for because yeah, too much is right. going on. Yeah. Okay, we will continue this next week. Sure. Right. You need to find out what you're doing. Thank you.